welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello there and welcome to this podcast. My name is Tom Vergus and again I'm joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Welcome Jürgen. Hi Tom, how are you? I'm terrific today, thank you. Good to be back again. Now what are we talking about today? Well today the topic is going to be leading from the inside out. Oh, that sounds fascinating. An intriguing topic, right? Mm. But I can't claim it. I must say I borrowed that title (laughs) (laughs) from a workshop I attended yesterday. I was honored to be asked to be a panelist on this six-month workshop that is run, facilitated, created, designed by three of my friends, Margot Thomas, Monique Longhurst, and Wisa Chow. And so they've put this program together, and it's you know, a couple of days each month over a period of six months. And yesterday was coming towards the close, so they invited a number of us to uh, come and be panelists mm. on, on the program. And it was a fascinating experience. I found it really useful. So was that a question and answer session? It was towards the end of question and answer mm-hmm. session. So all of us had an opportunity to reflect and talk about our own journey in terms of being leaders because the panelists were all people who had actually been around you know, for a while. And uh, so we were able to share our experiences, our learning, uh, things that we had learned on our journey. And then there was a time for question and answer. Hmm. Okay, so what, what is leadership from the inside out? Well, fundamentally, I think it's really about how do we learn to listen to or perhaps manage our inner voice. So if you think going back right through the early days of psychology, Freud talked about it, Jung talked about it, Erickson talked a lot about it. It's very much around how do we manage our inner voice. Alfred Adler is someone else who spoke Hmm. quite extensively about the inner voice. So that's the inner voice that says, go for it, or no, no, don't do that. That's, that's dangerous. That's right. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Hold back. Which, of course, has its place. Mm. Some people call it intuition. It keeps us safe. The challenge, I think, for us as leaders is leadership requires courage, and sometimes it requires you to step out of yourself. It requires you to do things that you haven't done before. Sometimes it requires you to have courageous conversations, either with your teams or your subordinates, sometimes courageous conversations upwards, Hmm. which, of course, you know, if you are not conscious of that, can hold you back. So how do we, in fact, manage our inner voice? I think that was the key thing for me. And... What I found really useful was actually the fact of paying attention to it. Mm. So being aware of what it's actually saying and what it's telling you. That's right, being aware of it. Because I think in most times, you know, we do not spend any, we don't give it any attention. 
So I remember years ago being in a workshop where I can still have the visual. It was really around having a little leprechaun person sitting on your left <laughs> and your right shoulder. Okay. One was the person who kind of moved you along and was helpful, and the other one was the one who kind of held you back. And again, it's that point around how do I balance it out and how do I ensure that as a leader, I'm paying attention to it. Hmm. So what were the some of the recommendations? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking if as a leader you need to be courageous in doing something and your inner voice is saying, no, no, don't play safe, don't do that. Um, what What's a good strategy? Do you ignore the inner voice or do you explore why why is that inner voice there telling you that? Well, I think both, right? It's not an either or, it's yeah. both. I think it would be useful to actually explore it and say, well, why am I not doing it? And in most times, it's actually to do with fear. Hmm. We've done this before, or we've had an experience of it before, and we talk about bias, you know, biases being a preference based on what I've done before, this is going to hold me back, or this is not going to work, etc. So it's useful to kind of identify that and say, well, you know, am I, is this a rational thought? Does this kind of make sense for me? Or should I, in fact, shift my thinking, look at it in a different light, reframe the situation, and uh, go, go from there? And why is it important to bring that aspect into leadership? Because everybody's got inner voices, right? <laughs> it's whether we're in leadership roles or not. Absolutely. So let me give you an example of this. In fact, it was uh, it happened last week. I was in a conversation with uh, someone who is actually 50, and she has just been made redundant from her role, mm-hmm. and she was obviously going through issues around ageism, sexism. She's a highly talented individual. I've known her for a number of years very skilled, very good at what she does in her sector. So you come from a specific industry, highly, highly regarded. However, her inner voice was really around not having the courage to, to offer herself up, you know, to have that opportunity to take some risks because she was really thinking about perhaps doing some consulting work. She'd already had offers, mm-hmm. but she was really hesitant about it because she grew up poor. Yeah. Right? She grew up very poor. And she said, you know, what if I run out of money? I may not have enough money. I'm 50. I do. You know, and this was the conversation that she kept bringing up. There were two of us with her, and we kept saying, you're very good at what you do. You know, like, stop listening. You know, the whole self-talk, which is what the inner voice is, it's mm. your self-talk, was, was not empowering her. Hmm. And one of my recommendations to her was actually, which was to find an executive coach to work with. Yeah, yeah, which is a great, great suggestion. Now, in in the discussion yesterday, what were some of the tips people had to address that inner voice that might be like in that story holding you back? Well, I think it's paying attention to it. Two, it's being mindful. So it's about having practices that actually help you manage manage that so it's about self-regulation right so if you think about the the work around uh, authentic leadership which is actually a written an article that was written by uh, fiona 
Bettis Jones, and she identified three things around authentic leadership, one being ethics, the other one being self-regulation, and the other one being self-aware. So I think both the thing around self-regulation and self-awareness is part of identifying your inner voice and being able to regulate that. Because most of the time, if you are not managing that, that's how we become dysregulated. Hmm. Yeah, that's a fascinating way of looking at it. And I guess, uh, to me, it's a little bit like making sure you're in alignment with your values and then turning it back out because I was speaking to somebody this morning about the idea of servant leadership, Mm -hmm. which to me is kind of leadership from the inside out as well. Mm -hmm. And one good way that I think to um, put that negative inner voice back in its place is say, well, I'm here to serve the people I'm leading or serve the people I'm helping. And so, you know, you go away in a voice there. Uh, yeah, I, I think that makes sense, right? That, that's really around how do I, how do I uh, ensure that I'm being consistent with my values? Hmm. How do I make sure I'm being congruent? You know, which is a word we, used, you know, we use and have heard used to use for quite a while. It's how do I ensure I'm just being aligned? Hmm. And all that is part of listening to your inner voice. Because many a time when we don't listen to our inner voice, we in fact do things that is against our values. We may, you know, we may talk about this is integrity is really important, or <laughs> ethics are really important. But yet when it. we are yeah. faced with it, you go, hmm, you know, perhaps that's not such a I didn't quite go along with it. Hmm. So so it has its its purpose. But I think, you know, in this in the program yesterday, what what I found really useful for me. Uh, and in listening to the other participants was that how the inner voice, I think, has that possibility of keeping us small. Hmm. So what what were some of the suggestions? Because to me, a lot of the times it's unconscious and we're not, we're aware that we're holding back from taking action that, that might give us an awesome result and maybe we're aware of playing small but we're not really conscious of what the inner voice is what's the um, inner voice and what's the experience underpinning that that is the reason for what we're doing for the actions we're taking and part of it may just be actually deconstructing the narrative Hmm. so the example i provided earlier about this friend of mine who has just recently been made redundant, you know, the evidence around her is not that she's poor. Hmm. Right? That is not the evidence. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But the, the, the narrative that she has in her head is so strong because it was embedded into her psyche hmm. from a very early age. Yeah. Okay? It's the story we tell ourselves, and we all have a different narrative. And part of this is really being, I think, that first step of being aware, you know, that being aware of the fact that this exists, and then looking at how do I, in fact, help manage that. And I think in some places, Jürgen, or in some situations, you may require some external help. So in this situation, Hmm. again, when I suggested to her she should see an executive coach or seek out an executive coach to help her, okay? Because I can't help her. She's a friend of mine. I know her well. And, you Hmm. know, this requires somebody who's, 
at a distance mm. and who can be objective with her, sometimes you require that. Um, yeah, you know, which just as I've had help with that along my journey. Mm. So I think we all need help. And every so often, if we're not careful, it's we slide back. Of course, the other side of that is where the voice is actually a positive one telling you to play a lot bigger than perhaps you even are. So, you know, you see a lot of people that go out there and promise the world and fail to deliver. So is is that the opposite side of the coin and where does that play a well, role? I, su- I suppose in some ways it is, although I'm not sure if that is the inner voice or whether that's putting on that bravado, <laughs> yeah. right? And kind of saying, yes, let's promise we will do all these things, but yet we don't deliver. Hmm. So hence, really, the authenticity is not quite there because sooner or later you get found yeah, out. That's right, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can only yeah, yeah, as they say. Um, but this is more around the the other the other the thing that's that's been named is called the imposter syndrome. Hmm. There's a lot of research done on that, and in all my work in coaching senior leaders, I'm always astounded at the number of people, regardless of how successful they are, that imposter syndrome is always there in periods of what if I get found out or what if I'm not as good as I say I am or I think I am or as other people think I am. And so how do I kind of compensate for that? Hmm. Yeah, and and some of that is not believing you're worthy of the success you're having or the recognition you're getting so that's, that's yes. kind of imposter syndrome that's too, right yeah. yes yeah you know this is I, I shouldn't have it this good or this mm. is just a luck or, you know like it's it's how do i how do i actually appreciate and accept that this is how it is and and you know how fortunate i am and mm-hmm. being grateful for it. yeah so the lessons from yesterday's event were around being aware of that inner voice and being kind of a lot of self-awareness and how to perhaps manage that inner voice in the context of being a leader. That's correct. And of course, being a leader, being conscious that if you are working with people of different cultures, Hmm. that your cultural upbringing, your cultural blueprinting from an early age has an impact on your inner voice. Hmm. So being cognizant of that, that if you were born in a different part of the world, that there will be a cultural lens that you can apply that inner voice to. Mm, that's right. So it's going to play out differently in the different cultures. That's correct. Mm. Well, it sounds like it was a fascinating event. So what, what would you like to pass on to the listener as a reflection point from your reflection of yesterday's event? Well, I think the reflection point is really to pause for a moment and think about what is your inner voice? What is the message that you keep giving yourself as a leader? Hmm. Because, you know, it's if we don't pay enough attention to that, it can trip us up. Good reflection point. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.